1: Apple Podcasts, or
3: wherever you get your
1: podcasts. All
3: right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you. 941 Sean, you want to be a part of the program? Uh, wow, I can't. Linda, look at this date. It is December the twelfth. Are you in the Christmas spirit yet? I don't even know what that means right now. Yes, no, maybe. Um, I guess. I guess. I guess their microphone's not working. Um. Anyway, working on her news... mantis. <laughs> She's working on her mantis X. She's practicing because she wants to have a better score when we do a mantis X ad later in the program. Here, uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, Facebook has now revived their 2020 campaign to buy the 2024 election. Get this: so Facebook is once again pouring hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, at least according to reports. Uh, Anyway, so their Chicago-based Center for Tech and Civic Learning, which during the 2020 presidential election campaign, was funded almost entirely. Hang on a second. Check, check. Can somebody uh, send James in here? Because I lost all hearing here on on my thing. It's not working. I don't hear anything in my headphones. Thank you. Anyway, the Chicago-based Center for Tech and Civic Life, which during the 2020 presidential election campaign was funded almost entirely by Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg, has released only general details about how much money each election official will receive or what it's going to fund. It's now said 10 county municipal election offices will be part of the first group to receive grant money under the U.S. Center for – uh, the U.S. Alliance of Election Excellence during the last presidential race, the Center for Tech and Civic Life gave local election offices around the country uh, more than 350 million bucks. Opponents termed the grants Zucker Bucks and claimed that there were attempts by the billionaire to tip the vote in the favor of Democrats. Much of the earlier money went to election officials in urban areas that have traditionally, quote, supported Democrats. Grant amounts will vary based on the size and the jurisdiction from $50,000 for those with fewer than 5,000 registered voters to $3 million for those with more than a million voters. Now, the first offices will receive grants over a two-year period leading up to the 2024 presidential election cycle. The money comes with almost no restrictions on how it can be spent, and election officials said that they hope to use the grants for everything and improve websites, recruiting poll workers, building larger and larger secure offices, et cetera, et cetera. This, this is where I'm warning Republicans that they better start paying close attention with elections because Democrats, they're not out there kissing babies in these elections. They're not wasting their time. They're not doing rallies. They're not doing debates. They're not answering media questions. that you know, they're they're not running traditional campaigns. They are running campaigns identifying where the ballots are and then where legal they're harvesting them uh, or working with or having people fill out their ballots and then they themselves or a representative, whatever the law says, there's 25 states that allow this, 11 more states that allow different variations of it, and there's only one state that insists that a person drop their ballot off uh, individually, and they can't have anyone else do it, and that's the state of Alabama. So it's this is a very different voting universe than the one we've been tr- traditionally uh, thinking that actually works. In other words, if Republicans, the, the reason they're starting out these elections, you know, 250,000 votes behind, and and all of this money that is given For these candidates, and I went through the disparity last week, you know, in the case of Herschel Walker, $100 million more spent by Raphael Warnock, and in every major Senate race, hundreds or, or, you know, tens and tens of millions of dollars more spent by Democratic candidates, it looks like a lot of it is going towards this whole idea of following ballots, not trying to persuade voters that their ideas are better. So it's it's now a whole different ball game. Now, what does that mean for Republicans? You can complain all you want, but if they don't get in the same ballot business as the Democrats as it relates to elections, then they're pretty much it's guaranteed they're going to they're going to lose or they're going to start out on election day hundreds of thousands of votes behind. Anyway, so we have let's see Twitter file part 3, we have Twitter pile, uh, pile part 4, we have Twitter pile part 5. Um, In the third release, which was Friday by Matt uh, Taibbi, the top-line takeaway from this batch was that Twitter employees effectively appointed themselves the election police ahead of the voting in 2020. And high-tech officials and executives met frequently with law enforcement uh, officials and the intelligence community ahead of the election in an effort to fight foreign interference and misinformation about the electoral process. Now, top executive Yoel Roth bragged about meeting with the FBI and other agencies about Donald Trump in internal Twitter Slack messages. And ironically, despite meeting with the federal government, the person that Twitter came to be most concerned about was President Donald Trump, uh, head of the executive branch of, of the government. Internal messages released by Taibbi portray employees as slowly losing their patience with Trump and his allies as they tried to raise doubts about the validity of mail-in voting. And Twitter took aggressive actions to promote the safety of mail-in ballots, including developing a a label to apply to tweets, which read, quote, learn how mail-in ballots are safe and effective. And then they debated whether or not to label a joking Mike uh, Huckabee, in which he said he had voted on behalf of his dead relatives. Obviously, he was kidding. He picked up pretty early on that this was about ballots, not about running traditional elections. One over-eager employee even took action against a tweet from Eric Holder which read, It's too late to use the mails before he was overruled by his boss. Now documents revealed the company was watching the account of conservatives, you know, people like James Wood, who was pretty active on Twitter, uh, leading to a constant enforcement actions against his tweets. Taibbi also writes that it became an inside joke among reporters viewing the Twitter files, how frequently Woods is mentioned in them. Several of Trump's election-related tweets were visibly filtered or shadow-banned until Twitter came to a new tool that they called L3 deamplification, which combined a warning label with the shadow-banning of a tweet and which they intended to apply to Trump as soon as possible. And by the time January 6 occurred, Twitter employees had lost all patience with Trump. And after Trump tweeted to his supporters, go home in peace, but remember this day forever, uh, messages show Twitter employees reacted by saying, you know, things that I can't say on the radio. I actually got emotionally angry seeing that. He's a horrible human being. So they have a, you know, the question that we have to ask here is what power and control do they have? And the bigger question is the question I've been raising, which is why would why were high ranking FBI officials led by a guy that wrote his thesis on how the Russians interfered in the 96 election? I'm sorry, the 2016 election and that to help Donald Trump, when in fact that is not the case, there's no evidence at all that backs up that claim. But this is the guy that was organizing the FBI, and their efforts to meet with these big tech companies. Anyway, so it goes on for there. Then they have Twitter, Twitter Files Part 4, released Saturday uh, by Michael Schellenberger, focusing on the events inside Twitter on January 7th. I can go into a, a lot of detail on this. I won't right now um, because that's separate and apart from the election interference aspect, which I'm more interested in. Barry Weiss released the fifth installment of the Twitter files earlier today, and they focused on events of January 8th, 2021. But the bottom line is we get back to where we were in the beginning, and that is that you have big tech media companies in coordination with FBI agents that clearly have a political agenda uh, that are meeting weekly and told to be on the lookout for, quote, misinformation, including information – according to yoel roth who worked for twitter uh that could relate to hunter biden the hunter biden laptop story comes out and none of these platforms even allowed the sharing of that information which would allow the american people to at least make up their own mind about the new york post investigative report uh about all the different varying things that were on the laptop so this is getting way too interesting here um The Washington Post is pointing out that Biden's legal team is frantic and in a bit of disarray. Washington Post uh, uh, revealed on Saturday that the Biden defense team is almost frantically assembling, uh, not fully coordinating, and running the risk that they will not share a unified approach when the investigations begin. A strategy uh, session last September where Hunter Biden's lawyer, Kevin Morris, pushed quote, Hunter Biden's camp to be more aggressive against conservatives preparing to investigate Biden over allegations of corruption. Let me tell you, interpret what this means. Anybody that dares to say anything or or is running any of these hearings on Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, James Comer, Jim Jordan, anybody that reports on Fox News is going to come under fire. I've seen this game played many times before. Anyway, the Post described strategy sessions as a glimpse into a sprawling infrastructure that is rapidly, almost frantically assembling to combat Republicans' plans to turn Hunter Biden into a major news story when the GOP takes over the House next year. Uh, Anyway, people involved with Biden's team fear that this assembly will set up a shaky defense for Biden, and they said the risk for Hunter Biden and possibly for the President Biden as well is that this hodgepodge of efforts is not fully coordinating and does not share a unified approach. Now, this dovetails pretty nicely into an article that was put out um, by, who was it, Jonathan Turley, and it's called Witness Intimidation. It showed up in today's New York Post. I saw it over the weekend, and he said, just when you thought politics couldn't get any more poisonous, a recent meeting in California suggests that the past is a mere prelude. And the Washington Post, which revealed the powwow, described it as the Biden family allies planning an offensive to blunt any investigation into the Biden's alleged multimillion-dollar influence peddling schemes. Republicans will see it more like the gathering of the legion of, of Democratic doom. And some of the most controversial political operatives are involved in an all-hands-on-deck effort to protect the Bidens, In other words, once Republicans take control of the House and they start looking into all of this. Anyway, the meeting um, uh, was held at uh, Hunter Biden's friend, agent and lawyer, Kevin Morris's house. And after Hunter was placed under investigation, as it relates for possible charges of tax evasion, it was Morris reportedly paid off as much as $2.8 million in back taxes for Hunter. And Morris, per the Washington Post, called for a more aggressive response to anybody seeking to investigate the alleged influence peddling. Now, that plan would include hitting critics such as Fox News with poss- possible defamation suits. Uh, and Jonathan says, full disclosure, I appear as a learned business partner named Tony Bobolinsky, and the computer repairman named John Paul Mac Isaac. And spurned is hardly the sole or most relevant Description of Bobolinsky, the businessman, was recruited by the Biden family to manage foreign deals and later directly contradicted Joe's claim that he knew nothing about those dealings. We also have the photographic evidence, and we have evidence and have identified about 14 meetings where Joe Biden, in fact, did meet with Hunter and his foreign business partners. So all of this is going to come out. What this really means is the Clinton tactics of smear, slander, besmirchment, attack, Uh, and by any means necessary to muddy the waters is pretty much coming and it also tells me that these democratic activists are scared to death about the fact that james comer said that this is an investigation into joe biden and it's an investigation into influence peddling an investigation into how much money they made how little experience hunter had and what they ultimately find is going to be very interesting, but also something that people are fearing on the Democratic side a lot. Um, hey, listen, you're going to love our friends at Pure Talk in these tough economic times. Right now, you can get unlimited talk and text and blazing fast data, just 30 bucks a month. And by the way, you get to use the same exact cell towers, the same 5G network. You'll have the same number of coverage bars on your phone. You keep your phone, you keep your phone number. And by the way, it's uh, pretty much half the price. The average family saving close to $1,000 a year. Many families are saving much more for the exact same service. They have the best customer service team in the industry. And by the way, you're not going to be overcharged like the big carriers for the exact same service. You don't need Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. You'll get the same service from Pure Talk, and you're saving a fortune. Anyway, it's simple to make the transition. Just dial pound 250 On your cell, say the keyword, save now, and they'll get you switched over in a few minutes. Pound 250, keyword, save now, from a veteran-owned company, Pure Talk. Prices through the ceiling. Ridiculous. Food shortages and a world in crisis. The world is
2: saying to Russia, "Stop
3: these attacks immediately." And Joe can't form a sentence. Chuck a chuck a chip. We got all the latest news and updates for you right here on the Sean Hannity Show.
0: Show.
1: How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him.
0: Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura.
2: It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: A little nice Christmas music, not bad. Elon Musk auctioning off fixtures and supplies from Twitter's headquarters I guess a bid to rein uh, in corporate waste, encouraged by Twitter's former owners. He's now auctioning off fig, uh, fixtures, appliances, office supplies from uh, Twitter and Twitter headquarters. Dozens of items, including, you know, their fancy espresso machines, <laughs> memorabilia, supplies from uh, their San Francisco headquarters. Don't we have all this in our studio? Linda? I mean, you have everything you want.
0: I think Elon is doing a lot of good things, but I don't trust any man who gives away espresso. In my opinion, more espresso is necessary, <laughs> particularly <laughs> with these files.
3: But these apparently are like fancy espresso machines. What's a fancy espresso machine to me? It's just like a well, there's Keurig. the
0: there's the bron- Keurig. Oh no, no, no! Sorry. Keurig is um, not fancy. That's that's the everyday machine that'll get you through. But he's talking well, about espresso you know, or it, a Even in spite of
3: what they tried to do to me once, it's all good. It's long forgotten.
0: What? They didn't do anything. That was somebody else. They were the ones that came and apologized. People just started shooting and stomping on their Keurigs because they thought <laughs> yeah, it was them, I which one I of felt the so bad. These moments,
3: in the, uh, this is why we have the best audience in radio and TV. People are they, taking the Keurigs out in action. the driveway. Oh, my God. <laughs> My favorite was like the taking the gun or the baseball bat or the or the golf club and beating it up or dropping it.
2: Hannity supplies the truth.
0: Sean Hannity is on right now.
3: All right. Twenty five now to the top of the hour. Citibank now predicting two million job losses in 2023 due to the Biden recession. Fox Business reporting According to a new report from the city Global Wealth Investments, the economy could lose an estimated 2 million jobs in 2023 as the jobless rate continues its climb. We believe the Fed's rate hikes and shrinking bond portfolio has been sh- stringent enough to cause an economic contraction within 2023, the economist said in the report. And if the Fed does not pause rate hikes until it sees the contraction, a deeper recession may ensue. And we're expecting another, you know, half a point increase or 50 basis point increase in interest rates for coming from the Fed probably this week, I believe, at some point. Household wealth is down by a whopping $13.5 trillion, the second worst destruction on record. American households lost about $6.8 trillion in wealth over the first three quarters of this year alone and they shed more than 25% of their value the fed received uh reserve reported uh friday in their government quarterly financial accounts nominal net worth fell 4.6% as the market value of assets fell by 6 million and by the way we're only beginning to hit the housing recession which is coming as well um the white house telling fox business Americans are feeling a much needed break in inflation despite a hotter than expected uh, read on the economy, producers are paying 7.4% more this year for goods and services ahead of the CPI uh, report. The Federal Reserve taking into account higher than expected wholesale prices as they now look into uh, slow the pace of rate hikes at their Wednesday meeting. So we'll find out a lot more as the week unfolds. We'll watch it closely. You know, the nightmare before Christmas... Jeep, I see, is letting, uh, firing 1,350 workers or letting them off or laying them off at their Illinois-Cherokee SUV plant. They're blaming the high cost of switching to electric car production, and they are moving their factory to Mexico. The war on energy and the climate cult alarmism continues. Despite pleading with oil and gas companies to boost their output in recent months, and tackle global shortages and rising prices, President Biden is once again hitting the industry hard by proposing a greater emissions reduction in their operations. I mean, how are we going to compete with all these other countries that don't have these standards in place? We can still do it cheaper. We can still do it faster. We still have more resources than all of them combined. And we could do it and be the masters of our own destiny And we don't have to have record high inflation. We don't have to have record high gas prices. We don't have to have record high heating prices. But, you know, all of this is self-inflicted. Unbelievable. But they continue to, you know, double down on stupid. Uh, A new poll shows 55% of Americans dealing with, quote, financial hardships. I mean, those that's the worst. The average person is living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, Fox News reporting praised for a recession in 2023. Job losses now top 2 million uh, in their latest report. Sweden touts nuclear energy as a remedy to Russian de- dependence and high prices. And they said the situation in Western Europe now is dire. And this is what we've been warning about now for months. Probably the average person in Western Europe, especially countries that got fully, completely reliant on Russia and Putin, for the lifeblood of their economies, like Germany, they're going to see you know a third of their income, annual income, going just to heat their homes at a minimal level this year. One automaker you have uh, now shutting down their uh, electric vehicle plant. Multinational automaker. Uh, st- st- I never heard of this st- Stellantis. Do you ever hear of that, Linda? No, right. I've never heard of anyway, that. Anyway, they indefinitely closed their assembly plant in Illinois. And now they're going to lay off hundreds of workers. It's not good. U.S. scientists say they've achieved a major breakthrough on nuclear fusion energy. Uh, don't get so giddy about this, thinking, oh, we, we now have alternative sources of energy. We now have clean renewables. No, because most liberals don't like anything nuclear, period. But anyway, New York Times pointed out scientists at a federal nuclear facility Have made a potentially significant advance in fusion research that could lead to a source of bountiful energy in the future, according to a government official. The advance is expected to be announced by Tuesday by the Department of Energy, which said, you know, major scientific breakthroughs was made at the Lawrence Livermore National Lab in California. Granholm, the Energy Secretary, and White House and other Energy Department officials are expected to be in attendance. Now, fusion that could be produced in a controlled fashion on Earth could mean an energy source that does not produce greenhouse gases like coal and oil uh, or dangerous long-lived radioactive waste as the current nuclear power plants do. The Financial Times reported on Sunday that the scientific advancement involves the National Ignition Facility, which uses giant lasers to create conditions that briefly mimic the explosion of nuclear weapons. The government official that spoke anonymously on this uh, on these results that are not yet public said the experiment achieved what is known as ignition when the fusion energy just generated equals the laser energy that started the reaction, and ignition is also called energy gain of one. Which, by the way, this is not going to be in place for apparently... Decades, So it's not like something that's, oh, OK, we have we have a renewable source of energy right away. It's going to be great. Um, House Republicans are prepared to issue criminal referrals in the Hunter Biden probe. This is now the Democrats have set up their war room. They've got a war room. They laid out their plans. They did it on purpose. The reason they're telegraphing what they're going to do is to intimidate people away from doing the investigations. So you've got now these these individual groups and then you have supporters of the Bidens that have now been meeting and planning and plotting and scheming, frankly, for a long period of time on how to minimize the exposure that both Hunter and Joe Biden will have when the investigations begin. Uh, In the one case, it's going to be James Comer looking into the Hunter Biden and Joe Biden family syndicate. Remember, he said this will be an investigation into the president. Here's the problem that they have is it's going to be factual. Did Joe Biden lie when he repeatedly said that he never spoke to Hunter or any family member about their foreign business dealings? I think the evidence is overwhelming. Then the next thing is going to be, did Joe have any involvement and did he benefit from any of these deals that Hunter Biden was involved in, be it China, Russia, kazakhstan ukraine etc cetera, etc cetera. all of this got started years ago with what was it peter schweitzer's book wasn't it secret empires or which which book was it? it was one of his books so this information has been out there for a long period of time but it's been percolating because the, the, Dem- the republicans had no subpoena power now that they have subpoena power now they're going to do a deeper dive into all of these things and congressman Comer said this will be an investigation into the president And the president denied any at at any time having a single discussion with Hunter about his foreign business dealings or anybody else in his family. Okay, so the next thing they're going to look into was Joe involved with Hunter and his foreign business partners. And if he was, did he use the power and the leverage of his office? To help Hunter out now, I'll give you one example. It's the real quid pro quo. Joe Biden bragging after he was vice president that when he was vice president he told the country of ukraine that they're not going to get one billion taxpayer dollars unless they fire a prosecutor that turns out was investigating burisma holdings an energy company and also investigating hunter biden and the payments that he was getting millions of dollars in the end and whether or not you know why did joe get to leverage a billion taxpayer dollars why 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 would a vice president ever say we're going to fire you're not getting a billion unless you fire a prosecutor in ukraine why would any vice president care about it well he cared about it because that 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 prosecutor was investigating hunter and then hunter gives the worst interview i think anybody's ever given in terms of going on gma and he was being asked very specifically well do you have any experience in energy his answer was no do you have any experience in oil or natural gas? No. Do you have any experience in Ukraine? No. Well, why do you think that your, your father, why, why do you think you're getting paid millions if you don't have any experience in, in this business? And his answer was, I don't know. And then the interviewer at the time said, could it be because your father, Joe, was the vice president in charge of all the money with Ukraine, in charge of Ukraine policy? And his answer was, yeah, probably. Okay, now that, now it becomes a question of, now did Joe get a piece of that money? Then you got to go to the laptop and the reports about the Hunter Biden laptop. And those reports show that Hunter implicates his own father complaining about paying Pops half his income, complaining about paying for repairs at Pops home. Uh, then the Tony Bobolinsky issue comes up that, quote, the big guy he identified to be Joe Biden and the money set aside for Joe Biden from the different deals that they're doing. Okay, that would then be influence peddling. If you're a vice president and, you know, you're allowing your son to get these deals that he wouldn't have otherwise gotten because he doesn't have any experience and he's getting paid millions, I mean, there's, there's, there's going to be a lot of depth into this. It's going to involve, according to James Comer, as many as 50 countries. We already know about China. We already know about russia we already know about kazakhstan we already know about uh ukraine so house republicans are prepared to uh according to varying reports today in the new york post uh they're prepared to issue criminal referrals in this probe uh hunter biden's legal team is apparently in disarray according to the washington post on saturday i thought there was a great analysis uh, as i said about all of this from jonathan turley uh, Kevin McCarthy is taking it a step further. He's vowing now to subpoena 51 ex-intelligence chiefs who called Hunter Biden's expose disinformation. All well, turned out that the laptop was Hunter Biden's. You know, you can tell by the videos of Hunter, you know, apparently smoking crack, according to all the reports. And with, let's say, very kindly women of the night. You know, that's all this is on the laptop. You should read Miranda Devine's book you want to know more about the business side of it, read Peter Schweitzer's book and come to your own conclusions. Uh, but you can see where they're headed here. And that is, you know, an intimidation effort run by, you know, dark ops, uh, dark op operatives, at least according to the Washington Post and the analysis of Jonathan Turley. It should get very interesting. Uh, but if they're in a, a frantic panic and disarray, that's not going to bode particularly well for them how do you answer the question now one of the key things that we don't know yet is the money now i'm sure banking records will play a big part in that aspect of things in other words what does the money show us does the money show that it only went to hunter it only went to his brother jim does it show that any of the monies went to joe biden himself that would make him obviously deeper into this how many photographs are there of Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and foreign business partners? How many meetings were there with Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and foreign business partners? Or maybe Jim Biden, his brother? Uh, all these things are going to have to be answered in, in the course of this investigation. By the way, B- Bernie Sanders is trashing Kristen Cinema as a corporate Democrat and s- saboteur. After she announced she's leaving the Democratic Party, she emphasized that she intended to work with the Democrats on most issues, but apparently that's good, not good enough for Bernie Sanders. Uh, Sanders said "Cinema has her reasons when asked for her decision to leave the Democratic Party. I happen to suspect that it's probably got a lot to do with politics in Arizona. Democrats there are not all that enthusiastic about somebody that helped sabotage some of the most important legislation That protects the interests of working families and voting rights and so on and so forth. She is a corporate Democrat who has, in fact, along with Senator Manchin, sabotaged enormously important legislation. Well, I think the person that got sabotaged was Joe Manchin, because after he went along with the Inflation Reduction Act, he was promised, if you recall, this pipeline that would benefit the energy part of the West Virginian economy, which is a big part of their economy. Uh, House Republicans also have introduced a bill to redirect Biden's $80 billion in new IRS funding to border security. Um, These are going to be big battles. You know, for those that said, oh, it wasn't the election year we wanted, wait till the Republicans start doing their work. The difference between being in the leadership and not being in the leadership doesn't matter what the margin is, is profound. You get to set committee assignments, you get the power of the purse, you get the power of subpoena. Clearly, Republicans are moving on all of those issues in the lead-up to January 3rd. I'm just looking forward to vacation. 800 941 Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, oh, our friends at uh, MyPillow have brought their original My Slippers back in stock. Now, last time you made them the number one selling MyPillow product, I have a feeling feeling you're going to want to stock up again. Uh, MySlippers now come in a ton of additional sizes, all new colors, If you use the promo code Hannity, you're going to save 90 bucks. It's only $49.98 per pair. And my slippers has a four-layer exclusive design, and you're not going to find it in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable, extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet. You can wear them indoors, outdoors, anytime, anywhere. They all come with a 10-year warranty and 60-day money-back guarantee. It's simple. Just go to the Sean Hannity Square at MyPillow.com, and it's only $4998 a pair, or call and mention my name, 800-919-6090, and guess what? Your feet will love you for it. MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square. Bold, inspired solutions for America. Sean Hannity is on. One of the things we learned in the Twitter file dump, if you will, is how the suppression was not only about election interference, but about information, specifically information about COVID and about treatments and about the origins of COVID-19. For example, there was one Stanford professor that argued lockdowns would harming children, uh, and Twitter plays this guy on the trending blacklist. While other doctors, like Dr. Brian Tyson, all experience similar things, he'll tell us his story as we continue. Glad you're with us.
1: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round.
2: We had a big bear of a man. It was called Mal Evans, it was on Roadie. And uh, mm-hmm. I was coming back on the plane and he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I
3: misheard him. <laughs> I said, What? Sergeant and Pepper.
1: Listen to season two of McCartney, a life and lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.